and welcome to the BA group. I'm Nicole. And I'm Claudette. Hi, I'm Claire. I'm Debbie. Today we're going to be talking about friendships, specifically the business analyst friendship with Claire Carroll and Claudette Kang from Alliance. Claudette was mentored internally by Claire and we'll also be mentioning Corinne Thomas, who was her sister Katie mentor. Um, so Claire, how did the friendships come about at Alliance? Or where did it all start? Well, at the moment, I think um, you're aware of this, we are one change um, BA practice now, but previously we were actually two separate distinct practices between IT and what was then business change. So back in 2017, um, we had Alex and Jamie who joined IT, literally joined on an apprenticeship scheme. Um, and while that was happening, um, Mark Wilson, the head of our BA practice was having conversations with Assist KD, having lots of conversations with Lawrence um, in the beginning, talking about um, an apprenticeship scheme that we could introduce into what was their business change. Um, and we progressed that. Mark was obviously keeping me in the loop on that. Um, and we did progress it. It seemed like such a positive thing to do. And we approached certain people in the practice who we thought would be great candidates to take part. Um, Calder, of course, was one of those people, and Claire Middleton. Uh, we had lots of learning from Alex and Jamie from their experience, and so they shared lots of knowledge with us, which was fantastic. Um, so Claire and Calder, I think, started their apprenticeship in 2018, um, and both did extremely well, I'm very proud to say. And then our latest group um, started in 2019, and they are now at the point of completing, uh, hopefully, in the next four to six weeks, they should be completing their apprenticeships. Um, and we have identified our next cohort. So it's, it's all been very, very positive. It's certainly something we want to carry on doing. Um, and we want to get the best people that we possibly can on, onto those, on, onto the scheme, because it, it does require, um, I know we'll chat a bit about this a bit more later probably, but it does require a lot of commitment on both sides. So we want to be absolutely sure we've got the right people. And Coldip, you obviously have been through this, you've successfully completed the apprenticeship and gone on to achieve fantastic things. What were some of your experiences? Have you got any any recommendations for people looking to start out on the apprenticeship or um, are currently going through it? Yeah, and no, of course, I think um, as Claire touched on that, that commitment is really, really key, especially when you're going to embark on such a scheme because you, you have to be very disciplined and you can't leave things till next week. It all catches up with you, as, as Claire mentioned. It's really important that you start things off with a clear plan as to how you're going to carve your time out to commit to the program and that's one of the things um i did and um claire who also was doing the program with me claire middleton she also did that we were both very um organized from the get-go very um disciplined with carving time out of our diaries to be like this is for the apprenticeship this is when we're going to be um doing reading or completing logs we were very strict um with ourselves and um Alliance was fantastic and really supportive of that as well. So we were working on some um, big projects at the time as well. And our project teams were very aware that 
we were doing this scheme and um, our line managers were informing um, everyone around us that this is what we're doing. So we got the support from our team, from the organization and myself and Claire were really um, clear with everybody that this is what we're doing and this is what is required of us to complete this program. So we were very honest with people around us and that, that set of precedence um, from the get-go, which made it quite easy. So um, I'd recommend just being very honest with the people around you that you're on the program and being really strict with yourself and planning ahead of time and how you're gonna uh, be going through through that program and asking for help. Don't be, don't be worried about asking for help or where you are feeling like you're getting quite overwhelmed and raising those issues sooner than later is much better um, because you can come up with a solution and um, you know, you're not harming yourself because you, you've got to take care of your well-being as well. And this is where Corinne was fantastic. She'd always check in on how we were balancing um, our projects and going through the risk. She was really good um, just making sure that we were getting support and we weren't um, being um, overwhelmed. I think it's nice um, that apprenticeships encompass lots of different learning styles don't they you've like you said you've got the classroom uh, more formal side of it you've got like an online learning element you've got your deliberate practice where you're really kind of putting into practice and hands-on through your day job you've been learning through those different um kind of methods but there's also quite a large element of self-directed learning self-study you know you've got your apprenticeship time so did that work for you or did you find that quite hard to fit it in amongst your day job and your courses and your mentor visits and your portfolio write-up, um, you know, how did you find that element? I think that's where the planning comes in and it's really important, that self-directed learning, it, it's really key that you plan and you also evaluate your learning experience. Um, so, I mean, with the programme, we have a weekly log that we would do, we have those checking points with Corinne, we have checking points with Claire, Dave, my line manager. So, um, that that supported with that self-directed learning. And one of the things I found through the program, when I got more confidence um, through the year, I started actually asking for Corinne for uh, books that I could read uh, just to develop my knowledge in a certain area where it was lacking. And um, I wish I did that sooner, but I got the confidence as I went through the program to actually ask, oh, could I you know, find out more about this? Could you? take some time out to talk me through this. And that was outside of the structured um, timings that went in. And from the program, I've been doing a lot more of that, just going out, what's the worst someone's gonna say no, and people don't say no. I, um, if I could just interject briefly, Coldeck was um, a extremely proactive um, from day one on planning and getting that plan in place and being very strict with it. Um, but also the, this on the self-directed learning. It it that example that Kuldeep just gave of reaching out to Corinne um, with absolute you know our, our complete support and saying, well, actually, I'd really like to explore this topic um, a little bit more. Really interested in this, and where could I possibly apply that? You know, give me a, a working example, and then putting that into practice. And I think that was a. It was an excellent um, thing to do. Corin was, again, amazingly helpful. Um, and also a really good example to people coming on, on, on to, you know, in, in the next group that 
don't feel restricted. Uh, I, I know time is precious. You have to be very careful with managing your time, but part of self-learning and, and self-governing in, in that area is looking at the, the, the wider picture, not just on what is on that curriculum, what do I need to mm. tick that box? And I think that that level of interest and that proactive approach um, just shows an extra level of commitment. It's quite interesting, actually, because the apprenticeship programme sets out certain techniques and skill areas, but actually managing your way through the apprenticeship programme actually also requires you to develop the skills that I think add to a very rounded business analyst. So it's quite interesting hearing you talk about it because I was one of the people who, who did a review of the programme um, when it was the standard being put forward um, to be approved as an apprenticeship. And the content, absolutely terrific. But then there is the emergent, if you like, additional benefits that you have to learn to manage your time. And, and I think it does encourage you to be somebody who who thinks about things, which, of course, is the basis of business analysis. It's about thinking and also to be proactive, as you said. And, and I love the fact that you use the word tenacity, Claire, because I think it, it does take tenacity. It is it's an extensive programme, but I always feel when I look at it that the people that succeed through that programme they are going to be the stars of the future because they've got a toolkit now that could take them in lots of different places for their career. But the, as I say, that sort of around the edges of the programme, that actually managing your way through it and, and keeping your focus, those are all fantastic skills as well as part of it. And so you, we've all said that the programme can be quite challenging. You have to sort of balance a lot of different things while you're working your way through it so did you um i guess as an employer and as an apprentice feel that you were well supported through the program you know what support was available to you um you've obviously got corin your assist mentor but um was there anyone else that you sort of called upon where you you know was the program well structured well guided for you i called up from my perspective you know we had amazing um support from, um, and not just from Corin, but obviously Nicole, from yourself, from, from anybody we reached out to at, at Assist KD, very, very responsive and always a very um, positive and swift response to any of our queries. Um, Mark Wilson, as head of BA practice, is, is complete champion of, of this um, scheme, uh, as of our, you know, our technical coach, our technical managers, everybody in the BA practice, in the leadership scheme, uh, in the leadership team, very, very supportive um, of, of the endeavours of people going through the programme. Um, sometimes, you know, we may need to remind people in the project teams that certain time has been actually ring-fenced for that particular person to work on the apprenticeship scheme because um, people can forget about it with the pressures of, you know, project pressures and pressures of work. So sometimes we might need to just have a conversation about that. But in general, I think the support, um, from my perspective, is, is excellent on all fronts. Yeah, no, I echo what Claire said there. From Assist KD, everyone was very 
supportive if we had any questions we were getting responses very quickly so that was always um always good and in internally um everyone was yeah very very understanding and always open to actually take us through some things as well so sometimes we have to do certain assignments and try and fill some um gaps in what was required to finish the program so if it wasn't within our project we would go out and try and find out where we could tick off certain requirements and people were willing to do that they were willing to find pieces of work within other projects or programs to try and get us that exposure experience so um that was really helpful and um, as per said sometimes you've just got to remind people that time is being fenced for for the program and um that was only rare that was very rare though but it, there were probably a few occasions where you just want to mention that but you know it was really good in the beginning one of the things i had to do was um we got an assignment and i think it's within a month of the program to uh, interview somebody on the role of a ba in business analysis and i went out and did the interview with john rush and um, he used to be business analyst so he's um, a senior leader within our change practice and that that was great from my perspective that's the first time i got to speak to him properly um since joining um the ba practice and it was really good to get his insight but the, the program um gives you those opportunities it gives you opportunities to do things that wouldn't be in your normal i guess working yeah in within your within your role so um that that was a really nice thing of the program and an opportunity that it gives although there's some challenges there's those opportunities mm. it's fantastic isn't it really because I think if you, I mean, and Claire, you probably remember this as well. When we come in as business analysts, not going through an apprenticeship, you can end up working in certain areas. And, and you know, I've come across people in the past who said, you know, I've just spent years writing requirements sort of thing, you know. And it, it's, it's a great thing that a, a defined programme like this, and obviously Allianz really supported as a community around it too, it does open up those opportunities and you know it's been really interesting to me observing this over the last few years you know we've had presentations at conference about the apprenticeship you know we've had all sorts of different um groups like the um the young business analysts group there are some apprentices involved in that and it it does feel that it opens up opportunities that maybe before the apprenticeship existed weren't quite so available to people wanting to become a business analyst. So it's given a sort of entry route. It's given a program of study, but it's also given a broader set of opportunities, which, you know, is fantastic, really, isn't it? You know, for those of us who are quite dedicated to business analysis, it's what we want. It's ab absolutely. I mean, the breadth of it is 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 just fantastic. It's such a positive experience because, as you say, Debbie, you know, it can happen that a, a business analyst might spend quite some time you know, working in one particular area of business analysis. Um, and I think it's a real education, not just for business analysts, but for people outside of the VA community, mm. that there's a lot more to business analysis than that, a lot more. Um, and I think one of the most rewarding things for us as a company is to see people reaping the benefits of that on the apprenticeship scheme getting the opportunity to apply that learning as well um, and you know, literally seeing them grow into the role 
um, and and seeing their confidence grows as they uh, you know as they get to apply all of this learning um, in in a real environment or or share the learning with um, with their with their team members or outside of the team. Mm. I'm a great lover of um, of learning and uh, and of continuous and ongoing learning. So can I ask you, Kuldeep? You finished the apprenticeship. You successfully completed. Did it give you anything where you might think I want to learn more about that, or did it instill in anything about continuing learning? Yeah, no, it definitely did. I mean, um, I I'm in a different role now, but the techniques and tools that I've learned as a BA, I apply in my role. But that hunger to wanting to learn more is something that that's continued. So after actually doing the apprenticeship and doing the diploma and business analysis, I've, I've been doing a lot of courses on um, underwriting within my current role. So it's prompted me to um, try out other development programs. And um, during the apprenticeship, it gave me a good feel for what works, what doesn't work, what a structured program looks like and what my requirements are. And doing that from the get-go has made me embrace these programs and um take the opportunities out of them a bit more so that that's something that's come out but yeah and no, I'm, I'm a big like yourself um a big learner and um somebody that just sees it as something that you just need to continue doing mm. definitely it's definitely a fantastic opportunity if you can get on an apprenticeship scheme you know 18 months of all that learning and support and progression and then as you said Cordy you know to come out with a really fantastic toolkit and be able to transfer your skills into other roles as well even if it's just a stepping stone you don't have to stay within that discipline um, it's such a great asset to have um, so we're probably heading towards the end of the pod now so we're just going to come up with a top tip from each of us um, so Claire what would be your top tip for uh, either employers looking to start offering a friendship program or for interested individuals looking to involve in the friendship? I would say, and at the risk of repeating myself, I feel so strongly about this, I would feel, I would definitely say it is such a valuable avenue to explore and it is such a wonderful scheme for you people to be on if you can support it. But do not ever underestimate the commitment that that is required. So don't don't go into it lightly because it's not fair on your people um, and it's not fair on the efforts that are being, being made um, from all sides, not just from the assist KD, um, but you have to support people going through this through the scheme. You have to be fully committed to supporting your people going through it. But it is the most positive um, experience. It, and if you, you also do need to um, make sure that you're selecting the right people. Cody, any top tips from you? I'd say really immerse yourself in the program and get what you can out of it. And we've done it through Assist KD and doing it through them has it allowed me to build a bigger network. There's a, there's a network, as we touched on there, of BAs, whether it's young BAs, or we went to the BA conference. So... Um, and that's something we were able to get a discount on as well. Myself and Claire Middleton, we were able to go twice. So taking advantage of those opportunities and um, also doing additional learning. So myself and Claire did um, 
the systems modeling techniques course, which wasn't part of the program, but we wanted to learn more, so we did it. So um, really take advantage of those opportunities because it's one of the things you're, when you reflect on the program, that you'd be quite you know, proud of um, for doing. So I'd say just fully immerse yourself and take advantage of what, what's, what, what, what's there to offer because it's only 18 months and it goes by very quickly and you'll look back and you don't want to regret anything. And Debbie, any top tips from yourself? I think in terms of learning programmes, the one thing I've always learned, if you're if you're on a programme, just keep going. I have a phrase which is keep on keeping on. And that I always used to say to myself whenever I was on a programme of study, even if one day, you know, you really don't feel like it and you think I can spare 10 minutes, I would spend that 10 minutes because if you take yourself out of a learning program and then try and go back into it, you have to spend time thinking your way back into it. So even if all I could do was just spend 10 minutes on a train thinking about it, that's what I would do. So keep on keeping on because it's amazing how small steps add up to a very good big result. I love that top tip. Brilliant. Um, so I'd like to say a huge thank you to everyone for listening today, especially our special guests, Claire and Cody, for joining us on the podcast. If you've got any ideas for future episodes or if you'd like to appear as a guest, please do contact us. Our email address is babrew at assistkd.com. Thank you so much for listening.